Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. The Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is a postseason performer, former World Series champ, former New York Yankee. It's Nasty Nate. Nathan Evaldi goes out there, and he was special tonight. Seven innings pitched, five hits, seven Ks, only giving up one earned run, and... Getting the win for the Texas Rangers as they sweep the ALDS. You love to see it. They're on to the ALCS for the first time since 2011. They'll most likely face their division rivals, the Houston Astros. There's a lot of crossover former players on that team. As I mentioned, you know, Nate being a Yankee and Jordan Montgomery being a former Yankee. I'm watching these guys pop bottles. I'm watching these guys spray champagne and pour beers, and I didn't get to see the Yankees do that, but I just saw Jordan Montgomery get to do that, and I'm living vicariously through him. Congrats to Nasty Nate. Congrats to Monty Gumby. Congrats to Chapman and Max Scherzer and the rest of these guys that are over there enjoying their success, their victory, as they are still dancing, as they are still in the tournament, they're still alive. Casamigos' big shot of the night goes to the Texas Rangers starter, who was hurt for a little while this year, but he knew he had to get back for October. You've seen Nasty Nate do it for the Red Sox. He didn't get a chance to do it for the Yankees, but he's still getting it done for the Texas Rangers. Your Casamigos' big shot of the night, Nate Valdi. well done. I-, I love it. I'll never get tired of watching... Team celebrate Andrew Heaney. How could I forget former Yankee Andrew Heaney on that team as well? I'll never get tired of watching this in baseball. This is why these guys play. They cannot wait to win the game, to seal the series, go put on goggles, go put on those shirts, and celebrate with their teammates, man. It's it's a special time. And I hope the Yankees get back to it. I was reading online that, you know, the AL East has lost uh, 11 games in a row. Let me get that number right in the postseason. So when you go back to the ALCS last year, the New York Yankees were swept out by the 
Houston Astros. Then you go to the wild card round this year. The Rays were swept. The uh, Blue Jays were swept. And now in the ALDS, the Orioles were swept. So when we say that the AL East is the best division in baseball, it's the best regular season division in baseball. Frauds. Can't stay hot. Can't do it when the lights are bright, when it matters the most. A lot of talk. Not much walk. Anywho, call me up, man. It's the last hour of my show, less than an hour now, taking calls on whatever you guys want to talk about. I know 75 to 80% of the calls are Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson and the Jets and the Giants. You love your teams. You're mad at yourself. You're mad at me. You're mad at the coaches. You're mad at the draft picks. You're mad at the refs. You're mad at everybody, man. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Week five going into week six. We've got three wins between the two teams here in New York. We can't have anything, man. We're watching the postseason. The Mets ain't in it. The Yankees didn't get in. And now we're looking at the Knicks. We thought the Knicks were going to have a chance to get right back to where they traded Damian Lillard to the Bucks. There's going to be a bunch of good teams in the NBA. We don't know what is about to happen with the Knicks and the Nets. Who knows what the Nets are going to be? Nobody's expecting them to win a championship. So what do we turn to hockey? The Rangers, the Isles, the Devils, okay. Can't skip over the Liberty. Come on, Liberty, get it done. And before you know it, it'll be pitchers and catchers. 877-337-6666. Anthony is out in Brooklyn. What's up, Ant? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, I'm I'm a longtime Bills fan, but I want to talk about the Giants. I, I was really sad to see Grable go. Our offense hasn't been the same since he left. But I remember when he got there and all the, the media and the experts were talking about how the Giants, you know, with their uh, contracts that they had and the salary cap, that it was going to be tough the next couple of years. And, you know, we're kind of seeing that right now. Uh, you know, I, I, I really believe that what, what the Giants should do is that even if somehow, some way that they get into the playoffs – they're not beating Philly. They're not beating the 49ers. You, you have an opportunity towards the end of the month. There's, there's teams right now like the Bills, the Bengals, or the Ravens that would take Barkley in a heartbeat, pay his salary, get draft picks. The Ravens need a corner. I forget his name, but, you know, he's at the, he's at the end of his salary. You got a pretty good lineman that you could trade. I mean, just, you know, Stock up on these uh, draft picks while you can. And to me, you know, I wasn't high on Daniel Jones, but, you know, I've watched him at at different times. He's tall. He's got a good arm. And what gets me living in New York is when people say, oh, he's boring. Do they forget who used to be the quarterback in in this for the Giants for 15 years? Eli was the most boring. Yeah, they they kind of drafted him to be an Eli clone. (laughs) So I just think you have an opportunity to get the draft picks. Cincinnati would uh, imagine Barkley on Cincinnati or even the Bills. You know, make those moves while you can. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for the call. Uh, coming from, uh, you know, Western New York, a Bills fan saying, hey, uh, strip it down, you know. <laughs> Blow this thing up in year two of your rebuild. <laughs> you know, forget about it. You guys are cooked. You can get blown out by the Bills on Sunday Night Football. Trade Saquon Barkley, even though you just paid him a little bit to keep him happy. 
What corner was he talking about? Adoree Jackson? Trade Adoree Jackson. They're not trading the rookie corners. Nobody would want them, and they're rookies. Uh, was he talking about Adoree? Uh, trade Andrew Thomas, even though you just signed him, and he's arguably one of the best left tackles in football when healthy. <laughs> Giants fans, call up and, and tell me what you think the future holds. Because it is true that you are in year two of a rebuild. And before the season started, I'm like, everything was pointing to the Giants not having the success that they had last year. And the phrase that I kept using was, they're not going to sneak up on anybody. I thought they had the coaching advantage, right? I, I was leaning into the fact that they had three guys that could be head coaches in the NFL. I thought that they did improve, you know, marginally with uh, Darren Waller and Paris Campbell and Jalen Hyatt and Bobby O'Karake and, you know, si- signing your guys like Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas and giving Saquon a little bit more money. and Nah, man, it all fell apart. And that's what can, can happen in the NFL. It can happen fast. It can happen that fast. <laughs> we're, we're going back to the playoffs. We're going to go back to the playoffs. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna advance around. We're going we're gonna to go mano y mano with the Cowboys and the Eagles. And, nope, injuries. It's a rough game. And if you don't just have the talent in your first string, and definitely don't have any of your second string, third string, you find yourself using your backups very quickly. And the difference in the NFL is these other teams have their first string guys that are first round picks and big money guys. The talent disparity is huge. Let's go to John in Valley Stream. What's up, John? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Consistent. Thank you for the call, John. I just got to let you go. You're breaking up a little bit, coming in a little hollow. It, it makes me think about this new regime, Joe Shane, Brian Dable, how quick we were to crown them, I guess, coming from Gettleman and even Reese before. and I mean, it's just a lot of misses. Not being able to build an offensive line for a long time. And then with Daniel Jones, you could have had Daniel Jones this year for $22 million, which could have enabled you to, I don't know, put some other talent around him. You got to, quote-unquote, stack the deck around the guy. Vanilla Vic, 
more vanilla than he is Vic. He's just a run-of-the-mill quarterback, and in this NFL, average run-of-the-mill quarterbacks can command $40 million on the free market. It's funny because, like, they could have picked up his option, but since it was a new regime, they they made him prove it. Now he's got to go earn it, and he's not really earning it because it's it's too hard to do. So, you know, in the year where Dable and, and, and Shane come in, they could have picked up this kid's fifth-year option before the season, and they elected not to because they wanted to see him prove it. And they even brought in Tyrod Taylor, who knew their system and who they were familiar with. They were never going to Tyrod Taylor over him. But, man, it's just crazy how you default into almost doubling his salary and not even doubling the years, uh, multiplying the years by, like, three, four. You could have you picked up his fifth-year option and had him for this year and said, all right, we're, you know, we – Imagine he's playing this bad behind this bad line. You're paying him $22 million and you just tank, and then you actually have the reality of, okay, bye, Daniel. We're going to draft Caleb Williams, and then we're going to make some moves and get this line stronger, and I don't know. That's an alternate reality. The reality we're living in is that Daniel Jones is your guy, and he is what he is. He has qualities about him that make him a, a good quarterback, I believe. I think he can make all the throws. I think him being a flatliner, as Boomer called him, it can help you here in New York. You can't get too emotional. You can't get too open to, uh, up and down. You can't talk to the media and, and attack the fans. You can't, uh, you know, can't give us a thumbs down. You can't attack people that flip burgers. You know, Daniel Jones will never do that. Daniel Jones will never throw anybody under the bus. There are other teams, man. The 49ers, speaking of 49ers, the 49ers were getting at him and the money he makes, and they were talking bad about him, and he just ignored it. You know, there are there are teams and players in the NFL that are jealous that he's making that much money because when they see him on film, they don't see it. But you drafted him six overall. David Gettleman was in full bloom love. That's your man's. That's your guy that you ended up the second regime put into the test, and he passed the test. And uh, it's just crazy how the NFL works. The NFL. So many ifs. If this would have happened, or if this would have went this way, if this would have, if they would have picked up his his fifth option, if they didn't win so many games last year, if they didn't go to the playoffs, if they didn't beat the Vikings, where would we be? The reality is, is tough. It hits you quickly, and uh, I'm not sure where they go from here. I, I don't know if the fans can stomach another blowout. I don't know if the team can. I'm listening to Dory Jackson. I like feel bad. It's so cringy. It's so cringy to listen to. Like, oh, what you know? Listen to BT and Sal ask Dory Jackson. Like, hey, when are you guys gonna get a win? When are you guys gonna tackle? When is when is this gonna change? Like, sometimes it's out of your control. The team against you. Those are pros too. Those coaches get paid good money to coach and game plan as well. Sometimes you can. You can put your best foot forward. Wink Martindale can. Can uh, sleep like a baby and wake up every couple hours and cry and go to the bathroom and game plan and scheme against Mike McDaniel and his Dolphins. You're not beating them. They just have the talent. They have the speed. Tua can turn the ball over. It's still not enough for you to win the turnover margin. You don't have it on offense. So, 877-337-6666, man. Uh, Here in New York, we do not have our baseball teams in October. I'm watching Jacob deGrom pop bottles in Texas. I'm watching Corey Seager talk to Derek Jeter, the former Yankee shortstop, when Corey Seager could be the Yankee shortstop right now. I know, we got Volpe and we got Peraza. and Yeah, that's probably why we'll trade Glaber Torres because you got those two guys. I don't know if they try and stick Peraza at third. You also have DJ LeMayu who can play second, third, first. 
don't know if they signed another guy in the in the offseason. I don't know if they're bringing Cody Bellinger in here, Yashinobu Yamamoto, Matt Chapman. Are they going to make the trade for Juan Soto? Like, if I am Brian Cashman looking at this, I'm I'm scoffing at this. And I'm thinking back to, like, Chris Young at the winter meetings making a play for Jacob DeGrom. He made a move for Jacob DeGrom. Didn't even need him to get to the ALCS. Made a move for Nate Valdi. Smart. Worked out. Made a move for Max Scherzer. Didn't even need him in the postseason. Jordan Montgomery. There you go. That was the right move. Brian Cashman discarded Jordan Montgomery. The pinstripes are heavy. Couldn't get it done here. Maybe he was never going to get it done here. Got it done in St. Louis. Beat the Yankees the two times he faced them in St. Louis. And now he's on his way to the American League Championship when last year we were saying, oh, Jordan Montgomery would never get a postseason start for the Yankees. Jamison Tyone did. <laughs> Let's go to Kyle in Island Park, New York on the fan. What's up, Kyle? Hey, what's going on? Hey, shout out to Anthony in Brooklyn. Go Bills. Um, You're a Bills fan too? I'm, oh, of course. So, <laughs> with speaking of, I had a huge problem with this weekend. This whole NFL in London thing with the video leaking of Goodell talking about how it was an experiment. He wanted to keep one team there for two weeks and then bring one team in. And then the audacity to bang us for a home game. When we sell out our state, we're not the Jaguars. We sell out every game, even with J.P. Lotsman on the center. So I don't understand how we got to travel during the week. They stay there. It's a home game for us. Our guys are jet-lagged. And then Matt Milano has a season-ending injury on turf described as cement. It's not right. It's not right. I was following all of that. I bet the Jags. And when they started talking about the turf, I'm like, you know, this is becoming a real issue in the NFL. They're making so much money. They're selling those London games out. And these guys are playing on a surface that is damaging them, that is it's hurting and they these pull guys. It up. They pulled it. They have the grass. They pull it up to put turf down. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Even less sense. And I don't it know should what be league wide. It's a billion dollar industry. They can Take afford care it. Of your product. Yeah, they can afford it. It's not even that. And like some of the owners might be penny pinching, but they can afford it, man. That's why I mentioned Mark Davis and the Raiders. They play on grass. They made sure that Allegiant Stadium, that brand new stadium, yeah, we got we got grass, and then uh, no, we're not going to let UNLV play on our grass because this is our grass that we play our NFL games on, and UNLV pays three hundred and sixty six thousand dollars per game to play in Allegiant Stadium and roll in their turf. Well, I know the Bills' next stadium is going to be grass, so hopefully that's a free agent. That uh, stadium's going to be there. amazing. Yeah, what year are they going to launch that stadium? Twenty twenty eight. 26 i think okay sooner good good thanks for the but call yeah, Kyle. I mean... oh sorry bro yeah call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. During the time that I worked with Roger Clemens, I injected him on numerous occasions with steroids and human growth hormone. I also injected Andy Pettit and Chuck Knobloch with HGH. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. New York City. It's all right that the Yankees aren't playing. It's all right that the Mets aren't playing. It's all right that the Jets and Giants aren't what you thought they were. It's October, man. Enjoy the weather. It's a little cooler out. The puck is dropped. They're going to throw that basketball in the air soon enough. And WFAN is on 24 hours a day. You got hosts talking sports, taking your calls. I'm Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, taking your calls till 12. C-Mac's getting ready to go. He's got you for five hours till five. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. I, I'm enjoying watching the Rangers win and go to the ALCS. There's parody in baseball. I love the game of baseball. You're about to see potentially Bruce Bochy versus Dusty Baker in the ALCS. Two old-time baseball managers. <laughs> you might see Max Scherzer versus Justin Verlander. <laughs> I'm kidding. but I mean, these guys got out of Mets land. Got traded to the American League. Verlander back to where he won the Cy Young last year. Scherzer takes a dump on the Mets organization on his way out. He's pouring beers on his teammates that he's been around for a whole two months. And he's going back to a a, a championship series, potentially could get back to a World Series, win another ring. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. They say you can't make football up. You really can't make baseball up, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Ricky's in Far Rockaway on the fan. What's up, Ricky? Hey, Keith. I'm really uh, enjoying what you're doing with the show. Um, Thank they, you. The, the, the Nets are the only other team that's broadcast by the fan, right? So you're not going to be preempted that much. So I will have – I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I'll be on after the Nets games once October 25th. Rolls around, cool but too. I've got a little run here to get these five-hour shows in, and I don't take it for granted. I, I, I'm making mm-hmm. the most of it. All right, Jordan Montgomery had nothing to do with the uniform. When he was traded last year, he got to St. Louis. Yadamir Molina first thing says to him, why aren't you throwing more four-seamers? He says, yeah. he's told me it's no good. Don't throw it. Yep. He started throwing the four-seamers. Since he was traded last year, he's 12th in war amongst all starting pitches in baseball. Yeah. How many starting pitches are in baseball? 30 times 5 or something? Uh, he's 10th uh, in quality starts. Uh, all for getting away from the Yankees. Why didn't he do it with the Yankees? He had his nanny, Matt, Matt Blake, saying, don't throw the four-seamer. Don't throw the four-seamer. Well, he doubled the number of four-seamers. But the really pathetic part is last year, after he left for about a month, he'd been doing so well. Puma, I think it was, for the Post, they asked him what's going on. He said what I just said about Yadi Molina. Uh, telling him he's doubled the amount, went to make 23% to 47% of his pitches with Forsema. And they talked to Matt Blake and presented the same information to him. And his response was, no, our data indicates if he throws that pitch in the upper part of the strike zone to a lefty upswinging power hitter, I'm like, are you kidding me with this drivel? I mean, Yadi Molina says throw more, and you're telling me this piece of paper or whatever the hell your phone's telling you. Yeah, no, a Hall of Fame catcher. It. 
it, 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 uh, you, you're, it's getting under my skin. It's making my skin crawl how wrong they are with their analytics right. and their data, how they try to change these guys from their natural way. A big left-handed right. pitcher like Monty that wants to throw his fastball, you're trying to make right. him something that he naturally isn't. Exactly, and it's That's not the first time. Wants- it happened like this with Larry Rothschild. It's happening again with Matt Blake. Right. How do they have so many players come in here and they get neutralized? They go elsewhere right. and they're superhuman. Well, what, what's What's amazing is that when you look at Montas and you look at the six years of Rodon, neither one of them was the worst thing Cashman's done the last year and a half. Was trading Montgomery. I mean. But then, like I said, he never could have been that here. The Yankees will never be the team they should be until Cashman leaves. And is Kim Ang a free agent? Uh, I think she's not going anywhere, but her contract may be up. I think she had a three-year right. deal with, with uh, the Marlins. I think I read that she's available. The Yankees should sweep her off her feet and kick Cashman up to be whatever and let her run the team because she's been there. You know, she'll be stepping into the yeah, big Yeah, her deal is up. I'm reading on it now. But th- you, we just know that they're not – like Cashman – Where is she, Miami? Yeah, she's with the Marlins, and she did a great job. I mean, they made the postseason right, this year. The Yankees not- didn't, but – Right, but she's not with the Marlins because she's a free agent. She's a free agent. Somebody's going to get her. Somebody's going to bring her in. She was with the Yankees. Right. She would be the ideal thing. You couldn't ask for a better thing because she had like 10 years here as an assistant. So, you know, she really knows the operation. She knows people. But until they get rid of Cashman, this team will never get back to what it might be because analytics. Look at the guys that came up, uh, Volpe, these guys. They're all trying to swing an upper swing. Volpe is just a guy that should make contact. He should be like a Jeff McNeil type. Drive the ball into the holes. Use your speed. Don't try to hit homers. I know he got twenty twenty, but I think he could be a much better hitter. Anyway, Keith, thanks a lot for taking the call. Thanks for the call and the facts and the information. I mean, it's discouraging when you think about the Yankees and how arrogant they are and how they think they know better than everyone else. And then you look at the players that they had go elsewhere and succeed. It just it pisses you off. It's frustrating. How come we couldn't get that out of these guys? How can we keep trying to reinvent the wheel? How can we try to change these pitchers? You guys heard Sonny Gray say it. He's another pitcher that's in like, look at how many pitchers are in the dance with good teams that used to be here in the Bronx. It's maddening. Like, these are grown men, dog. Let these grown men pitch how they want to pitch. Stop trying to make them something that they're not. Jordan Montgomery's a homegrown Yankee. And at the time, I didn't mind the move because they never could score for Monty. Funny, he ends on the team. He ends up on the team with DeGrom, who the Mets couldn't score for. And the Mets didn't value. And yeah, he's got uh, Tommy John and Steven. But who knows what's going to happen with DeGrom? They both end up in Texas together and could never get any run support. So I was okay with the move. Also, why was I okay with the move? Because the Yankees didn't have a center fielder. Because Cashman thought he was getting crafty and getting cute, extending Aaron Hicks. And Aaron Hicks is in the postseason, just got swept out of the postseason, but he found it again with the Baltimore Orioles, couldn't get it done here. What were they trying to turn him into? A switch-hitting home run hitter? He was swinging for the fences? He was supposed to be a walk guy. He, He stopped doing the one thing that we needed him to do, walk and get on base. Then he was hurt all the time, and man, it's It's frustrating. Shout out to my guy, John Broder, Bleacher Creatures. He just wrote to me. He's like, Keith, the Yankees are so far away from the World Series. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. 15 years going on 20 then. At least I saw five. Santa Claus ain't real. I've grown up. I'm a grown man. I have a kid now. 
I, I had it when I was young, and you know what? It helped me. It made me a baseball fan. When some kids were laughing, like, why you watch baseball? Baseball is corny. You care about the baseball game, yo? Yes, I do. And and fast forward to my life where I am now, I'm glad that I'm not lacking baseball uh, in my fandom. I got to the fan with it. But watching these teams and watching these former Yankees, you know, they trade away Jordan Montgomery for a guy in a walking boot. And what do they eventually do with that guy? They put him on waivers. Because they needed a center fielder because the guy that they had reserved to play center field, Aaron Hicks, couldn't play center, couldn't play left, couldn't play. They had to put Judge at center field. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it frustrates me. I'm going to take a break here and, and enjoy the Texas Rangers celebration and look at Yankees Twitter and these Yankee fans. trying to. We're, we're trying to cope right now. We're celebrating the fact that the Orioles got swept the Blue Jays, the Tampa Bay Rays got swept, and the quote-unquote best division in baseball didn't win a game in the 2023 postseason, including the Yankees, who all those teams were better than. When this happened, you talk about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Keep McPherson on The Fan. I'm in here watching Max Scherzer. Drenched in beer and champagne, smiling, laughing, talking about him, how great of a manager Bruce Bochy is with Ken Rosenthal and how, how he's about to pitch a sim game to be ready to go when his number is called. Get out of here. What a lame. What an absolute lame. <laughs> I don't even care about baseball, man. It is what it is. I know you guys are on the line to talk baseball. Let me take a football call. Matt's in Woodbridge. What's up, Matt? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? Thanks for taking my call, man. I listen to your show a lot, and I like what you're doing, and this is how I get through my nights at work. Thanks I'm here for you, man. I appreciate it. Five hours, I'm blessed to get these. I got another one tomorrow and another one Friday, so look forward so, to that. So for you, so for you the, the reason why I called, I don't want to take too much of your time talking about the same thing, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson all the time. We already know what we got in Zach Wilson. I guess we're going to be sticking with it until, you know, Aaron comes back. It looks like this is what we're going to be dealing with. Why? I just want to know, why do you think our D starts so slow every game and puts him in a bad situation? It's all compounded. Uh, I've thought about that as well. One, they got to start faster just for themselves. But it's all compounded. They know that this kid isn't that good. So when they're starting slow, it's because it's three and out. They're starting slow because it's like, yo, you're not punching it in either. We got to go back out there and save the day. Uh, it's a long game, and it's hard for the defense to get going. You need the offense to get going. For example, right, the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night, you give the Niners the ball, they go drive down the field and put seven on the board. That is putting the battery in the back of the defense. Oh, we already got a seven spot. Like, we're ready to go. We're ready to punch you in the mouth. So, yeah, when you have a, a quarterback and an offense that is is leaving meat on the bone, leaving much to be desired, leaving plays out there. The defense is watching the game. They see defenders, and they see their receivers coming open, and they see guys not getting hit, and they're like, hey, come on, man. It's not connecting like you were connecting in practice. 
and we got to go out there and work. We got to go out there and put our hard hats on and do the whole job. Like the, the Jets literally know they got to bail Zach out. They got they got to be they got to be perfect on on special teams. Punters got to kick the ball to flip the field. Xavier Gibson's trying to do too much because he's feeling like he's got to score. He's got to help the team out. The defense feeling all right. We got to get takeaways. We got to score touchdowns because we know the weakest link on our team is the quarterback, and no one can hide from it. It is what it is. Definitely. Without Quincy Williams, our D might be in a, a little bit of a worse shape. He's balling out this year. He definitely better get a Pro Bowl spot. Yeah, you love to see it, man. Him and his brother. His brother got the bag, and he's been balling this year. He made some big plays. The defense the defense of the Jets, they deserve better. They honestly deserve definitely. better. Definitely. I think, thanks for taking my call. That's all I wanted to say. Appreciate it, Matt. And and appreciate people calling up to say that, you know, you're getting through the night. That's that's a lot of time, five hours. From 7 p.m. to 12, you're listening to me talk sports. I'm letting you into my sports brain. I'm letting you into my passion, letting you into what I love, like what I literally wake up and go to sleep thinking about since I was a little kid. And I'm a grown man now. And, you know, it's unfortunate that my favorite team in all the sports isn't in the postseason, but it is what it is. I, I, I know a little bit about the NFL. I know a little bit about the NBA. I am willing to learn some more about the NHL and even the WNBA. I, I try to be a tastemaker here. I try to, you know, talk about a little bit of everything. I can't stay on one thing. I know there's somebody listening that's not a Jets fan, that's not a Giants fan, that doesn't care about the same conversation and beating a dead horse. I try to mix it up. I try to book guests and bring in you know, people that you may not have ever heard of that can share some insight and educate. I try to pull articles from the Internet about little things, whether it's, you know, the London turf or Mike Tomlin having his team practice in pads or, you know, just stats and little quotes and things like that. So uh, I try and bring a well-rounded show for all five hours. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. It's going to be a different show. And I I'd like if you join, I'd like if you call. And shout out to the people that never call a fan, that just sit back and enjoy, that just listen. I met some of you guys at Dick Sporting Goods. I run into some of you guys in, in the stadiums and whatnot, and I appreciate you too. You're loyal listeners. You listen every night. You listen to the fan. You listen to my show. You listen to the other shows, and you don't want to be a part of the show. You don't want to call in, and uh, you're a part of what keeps this thing going too. So appreciate everybody listening. Let's take my last call of the night. It goes to Gavin in Amityville. What's up, Gavin? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing, man? Big fan of the show. Uh, I am... Uh, diehard Yankee fan, 31 years old. So me and you have kind of been through a similar trajectory of what we've seen throughout our lives. So I just have a quick two-part question. Uh, for one, we know uh, Steinbrenner and Cashman, how they, they're kind of tight, the, you know, the relationship they have. Realistically, how bad does it have to get before Steinbrenner finally it, moved it on? It just got there. <laughs> how bad does it have to get? Like, your whole division went to the postseason. You you barely finished above 500. You lost the final series of the season to the Royals, who matched their worst record in their team history with 106 losses. It it, it doesn't get any worse for the New York Yankees. So when so when does he move on? So when do they move on? See, that's the thing. They absolve him. They they they. This is a a one off. They've got built-in excuses. Oh, if that wall wasn't exposed in Dodger Stadium and we didn't lose Aaron Judge, he would have powered us to more wins. We would have been able to close that gap on the wild card, get in. It's a crapshoot. We might have been able to get in and win some games. Oh, we thought that this guy was going to be this, and he got hurt. And you can't predict injuries, and you also can't prevent them. 
oh, we, we, we saw good things out of this guy, and we passed on this guy for X amount of reasons. And, you know, I'm watching guys like Bryce Harper that they didn't entertain, Corey Seager that they didn't entertain. This is the New York Yankees. Your superpower is you can afford any players. You can go out and buy the best. And in the last few years, you tried to reinvent the wheel and get crafty like the Rays, who don't have the payroll that you have, don't have the fan base that you have. They have a postseason game. They, can, they can't even get 20,000 people there. You have a postseason game. There's 50,000 people in the stadium, another couple thousand outside the place, and millions watching around the world. What are you doing? What are you actually doing? Like, I asked that last week. Brian Cashman, what are you doing with our team? Excuses are nails in a house of failure, like they like to say. The second part of uh, my question is, uh, being that it looks like Cashman will be back, uh, do you have any free agents in mind that they could realistically go after for uh Yeah, for next but season? do I think they're going to? I mean, we've watched we've watched multiple winters where there are guys they should, should trade for. I remember thinking they were going to trade for Matt Olson. Silly me for thinking that that deal actually was going to get done. Something held it up. They hugged their prospects, and the prospects come up, and you're like, ah, I don't know if that was worth it. Pass it up on some starting pitchers like a Luis Castillo, and then they default into a Frankie Montas. Or like I said, not entertaining guys like Bryce Harper or Corey Seager, who grew up Yankee fans. You got all these guys on the team that are Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever, but the best ones you didn't even entertain. So it's all about them, right? It's all about how they look in the mirror and what they see fit. And I feel like, you know, watching this, they're probably laughing. Ha, 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 ha. The AL East didn't win a game in the postseason. But don't rest on that. You should look at that and say, okay, we're going to do everything we can this offseason to be right back in it and lead and be the AL East team that gets back to the ALCS and the World Series. Thanks for the call, Gavin. That's all I've got, man. It's super disappointing, but it is what it is, bro. It's just this is the modern-day New York Yankees, and you would think that, like, with Steve Cohen and David Stearns right in Queens, right, you would think that they would say, okay, we can't be second best to them, and we can't come in fourth place in our own division. I don't know. I don't know. I think that they're going to cut corners again and they're going to make excuses and they're going to say, oh, yeah, payroll and, oh, no, we couldn't afford to do this. And, oh, we've got this guy and he's good enough. And we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I just don't have the faith. And it's funny. I didn't really have that much faith going into this season because they ran it back with Josh Donaldson and Aaron Hicks. I'm like, are you serious? Hey, that's all I've got. C-Max coming up next. I'll be back tomorrow with the same five-hour show. Thank you. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.